0: Hey, it's the best and worst of 2022.
1: Here on Locked On Flames and Locked On Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: I know that was Locked on Ducks, but you could put yours in there later. Anyway, hi. It's the last weekday of 2022. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. I'm going by J.D. Hernandez today. And over here, this side,
1: Uh, is Jess Jess Balmasto.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's do the old game show trope. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jess.
1: Well, J.D., I host the daily Calgary Flames podcast here at the Locked on Flames Network. I am a social media manager for a local bridal and prom shop. I see the jersey in the back if you're watching on YouTube. It's always coordinated when we do crossovers, which I love. And I am the director of communication for the Premier Hockey Federation's Players Association, which that's um, really cool.
0: Yeah. And a little bit about myself. Um, I have to be really careful here. Jess knows why, but I'm current currently covering hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the that's
1: perfect way to put it.
0: That's all I can say right now. I'm yeah. also I'm also contributing for Defend the Nest, which is the premier site for the San Diego Goals. So if you want to read about the goals and. Honestly, why would you this season? Because they're awful. (laughs) But I've been contributing articles. I love their jerseys. But we've been contributing to that as well. So check out Defend the Nest. And I have the daily Locked on Anaheim Ducks podcast. Maybe not as daily lately for reasons, which will become clear hopefully at the start of 2023. That's all I'm going to say.
1: That's all I'm going to say. Yes. I feel kind of worried that I can't. Hopefully it'll be uh, on our best side of the 2023 list.
0: Mm. This time next year. Which is... Mm -mm -mm. You never know. Let's get started.
1: We thought today... Yeah, we thought today would be a great day to just kind of go over the best and worst from hockey to some musicals and anything else that uh, really... Pops in our heads because it is the last work day of 2022.
0: Yay! I'm sorry. I was I was kind of excited about that. Should I be more excited about that? No. No. Save it. Yeah. I'll, I'll save my excitedness for <laughs> when the Ducks eventually beat the Predators. Oh!
1: Hey, that game starts now. Shh!
0: Don't tell them that. Oh. Yeah, that's gonna be on that's gonna be on on my right side in a short bit. So Yes. Yes. If if you think I look distracted, I'm not because the game hasn't started yet. You know, but we'll we'll get there. So the first thing on the post-it note that I have here because I'm me. You know what? Start it off, Jess.
1: You know, I cover a Canadian team, so I feel like I can't be too biased here. And but we're gonna talk about the uh, women's team Canada smothering Team USA in the Olympic gold medal game. No words here, truly. Um, you know, I remember staying up and watching it, and just being amazed at how talented Team Canada is, yeah. and I just light years ahead of Team USA, and. I don't I don't want to dog on the talent of Team USA too much because obviously they're a very talented group of women, but as I, that I, team gets I can older, point to something.
0: I can point to a couple of things. First off, Marie-Philippe Poulin will live in our nightmares for the rest of time. Good Lord. <laughs> She's so talented. But I think part of it is the composition of Team USA right now is on the older side. But yeah. I also feel like there's a couple of veterans missing that I thought still could have helped out a little bit, even though they're a little bit older, are the Lamaru sisters. I mean, yeah. think about the biggest subtraction between 2018 and 2022. And that's mm-hmm. where I point to a 100 out of a 100 times. If it wasn't for the Lamaru's, Team USA does not win gold in 2018. Not by a long shot. You had one sister get the game tying goal to send it to extras. And you have the other sister score the shootout goal. I mean, how can you not love metal? And especially Jocelyn Lamaru. I'm like, I'm a big Jocelyn Lamaru stand here. But not not seeing her there in 2022 made me a little bit sad. And as soon as I saw the roster, I said, oh, I don't know if they could be Canada this time.
1: No. Even before. You know, as Team USA grows, quote-unquote, older, Team Canada and every other national team kind of gets younger. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there are so many developmental problems in the Team USA, like, just development camp and whatnot. So, we'll see, uh, especially with the uh, PWHPA and a lot of the PHF players uh, playing on national teams now. So. Fingers crossed for some uh, good hockey here, and there's always next time.
0: (laughs) I thought it was revenge, personally. I thought it was a little bit of a revenge game.
1: 100%.
0: For what USA did to Canada in 2018. Yeah. That's what I thought. But
1: I wouldn't. Yeah.
0: There's one up and coming team that I was pretty impressed with, and that's Team Finland. Um, yes. I thought Finland had a very strong showing. I know that there was the discussion. I actually watched a little bit of this with some of our colleagues um, that did a locked on women's hockey. If you haven't seen that, check it out. And Erica brought up, actually, uh, Rachel brought up a couple of good points. as like other teams that are up and coming. And I said this a few months ago, and I agree that Finland is an up and coming team for women's hockey. Absolutely. I think if there was going to be a women's world championship, Finland would be the dark horse team. Just Absolutely. because their development has gotten so much better. How can I mean Sani Hakala, for my money, mm-hmm. is very talented. Um, they've just got a slew of good young players. That's what's scary. Is they've got a lot of up and coming young talent. They could win a silver or gold medal at some point, maybe even 2026, because a lot of those ladies will be in their prime.
1: Yeah. So we got to watch out for so, Finland. That's fun and scary to think about. It's scary. And it's it's very exciting to look forward to as, you know, these national teams kind of take shape and whatnot. And
0: I'm not excited. I'm scared. They're going to come oh, in well, and see. beat one of our teams.
1: I mean, of course, but like, I think it's very exciting when there is that dark horse. It makes things even more challenging and entertaining. <laughs> but we'll have to see.
0: I'm going for nervous. Yeah. Yep. And I guess we'll finish off uh, with the challenge cup that just concluded last week here in SoCal. Because I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about oh. that. But... Um, Team USA and Team Team USA had a 2 0 lead at yep. I Can't Believe It's Not Staples Center last Monday. <laughs> and Canada decided that they were just gonna say F it, we're gonna play and score all the goals. And they did that. It's 4 2. Team
1: Canada, baby.
0: Team Canada just took over that game in the second half of the game. So yeah. I'll give props where props is due. I did like seeing that little bit of chippiness between Hillary Knight and and really Marie, Marie-Philippe MPP. Yeah. If you're going to go after anybody, go after her. Send her a message.
1: Those two have to be like the most recognizable faces in women's hockey, I would say, at the moment, I, maybe. Okay. All right. At the moment, um but I listen, you get the two captains going at each other. <laughs> and it's just like if people talk about how women's hockey isn't physical and how it's not as entertaining, I don't know if you're actually watching women's hockey. Oh, because
0: I was yelling! I, I, I was like, yeah. "Get her, get her!"
1: Right, and even um, you know, in the PHF games as well, which a few of the players in the SoCal series they they play in the PHF, and it's the Connecticut Whale. I will tell you are sneaky <sighs> sneaky little buggers
0: yeah i know what you want to say
1: <laughs> yeah
0: because i feel the same way
1: yeah i just i like i know that physicality isn't always like part of the game but it makes it you know a little more entertaining
0: yep actually you know what i'm gonna add something to my best of column but Ooh. you know we're gonna get to that momentarily because okay. we're, we're not gonna go there yet I'm right. gonna add something. This will relate to what we're talking about. Perfect. But you know what? Uh, first, we've got to give a really quick PSA. Yes. Don't we? So
1: we do.
0: I guess I'll go ahead and do this. So <laughs> you know, you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks, like I have the last couple of nights. <laughs> I've been at home. Don't worry.
1: Get your Pedialyte.
0: Yep. And a few becomes too many. As the evening comes to an end and people begin to head out, you. Call for a ride. But you think, nah, you live nearby, you can make a home okay, right? It's no big deal. Mmm, I don't know, what are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance gets jacked up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, or you kill someone. That's the worst that can happen. So everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk, the results are tragic and often deadly. But that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads, especially upcoming New Year's Eve. There's going to be a lot of impaired drivers out there. So police Mm -hmm. are going to be out there to save lives. That's why they're out there. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few glasses of champagne, think again, especially this New Year's Eve. Play it safe, plan ahead, and get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. See, I put my own little
1: twist on this. <laughs> how do you bounce back from that? Should, Should we how you- keep going down like that... God-awful, horrendous path.
0: You know, um... <laughs> Southern California, it's gonna be raining all day near Year's eve, so... Be safe out there, guys. Be responsible. Yeah. I, I know um, I jokingly say, like, you know, gamble responsibly. How about drink responsibly and drive responsibly, too? Come on, guys.
1: Yeah, seriously. It's, so, it's not a joke, and it's really not worth the risk. It's... Yeah. yeah.
0: So... Super size episode Yes. super size episode here on the locked on ducks and flames crossover as you can see you can tell it's a crossover because I have two jerseys up see I have two jerseys <laughs> okay. um I should mention this right now to all the fans out there I do now have all 32 teams
1: that's incredible <laughs> I finally
0: did it after so many years that's
1: it took awesome. a, it took
0: a while but I got there
1: what were the last ones you needed?
0: florida uh seattle for obvious reasons right they were a new team
1: haven't had much time to collect that one
0: uh what else was hard i think those are the two hardest ones that's because there's not really discount panthers jerseys unless you want that stupid looking one which i don't like no. so yeah no. no
1: i get it yeah yeah well but
0: there there could be a jersey that might mean more to me soon, but again I can't talk about ha anyway. I'm teasing so much, but you are um
1: you
0: are. let's talk about the best and worst of twenty twenty two because there was a lot of good but a lot of weird and bad this season across hockey.
1: Yeah. So
0: I wanna start off with what I put as the best of twenty twenty two. And you're going to laugh at this. You ready for this? All right. Yeah. Zamboni cam. During the intermissions. You know what I'm referring to, right?
1: I do. Go ahead. I love it. I think Zamboni cams are fantastic. And everybody needs a little Zamboni love in their life. Because those Zamboni drivers, they're not, not for fun.
0: They make good goalies.
1: Yeah allegedly I'm <laughs> sorry seen.
0: I'm sorry Steve Dangle <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god but no like I think I it's such a little thing right like showing a little love and appreciation to to a Zamboni driver
0: mm-hmm. and it,
1: it probably means a lot to them and the it's reason thankless kind of like job
0: and the reason I say it relates is because we got to talk about the Isabel Cup and oh, yeah. seeing the Zamboni cam during the intermissions with that cool little music and the rainbow lighting going on. Yeah, oh I yeah, was that like, was sick. This is strangely hypnotizing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, they actually started the uh, Zamboni cam for their short stint in Lake Placid for the 2020 bubble um yeah that's that's, how was that almost three years ago um that's beyond me that's disgusting to think about but um but they brought it back but they brought it back and i remember watching like the twitch stream during the bubble and everyone was like zamboni kim zamboni kim i think his name was like john or josh or something andrew or something like that and everyone was just hyping this man up in herb brooks arena and i'm like i've been there that's right down the street from me not really it's like an hour with back roads um but you know like just something to be excited about and you know obviously during those times like there it wasn't much brightness really like it was hard to find those bright spots in life and i think having hockey um And that little thing to kind of rally around was great. And then for them to bring it back is even better.
0: Absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad they brought that back. Um, The first moment I saw it, I said, ZamCam is back. Yes.
1: It's great. It's fantastic. Like, yeah, again, it's just a little thing for the fans to appreciate. And I think that's what the PHF does. Well, Mm -hmm. Uh, even Mm -hmm. before I was like working in the league and when I, before I was working with the Riveters, even I always thought that, Go, Rivs go. Um, I always thought that they did, you know, little things for the fans, uh, whether it be, like, a league-wide thing or, um, indep- like, independently around the league. And I will say Montreal's home opener. Um, <laughs> this year I was supposed to go. I didn't because I got too scared to drive to Canada by myself. Um, I, w- I was worried. But... Um, you know, I watched it on ESPN Plus, and I was just – it was a sold-out crowd, like 2,000 people, all oh, the glitz and the glamour, the fire, and it was sick. And they're yeah. a really good team. So I'm very also, happy to have – their jerseys
0: out. are amazing. Their
1: jerseys are so clean. So clean. But
0: I got to just wrap up here. Yes. Um, I'm going to let you take over this because I'm still like eh. – who the hell won the Isabel Cup this year?
1: the Boston Pride,
0: yeah, imagine that. imagine that
1: yeah, you know they're they are a force to be reckoned with, and I thought that that game could have gone either way, um the like Connecticut whale again, another team with fantastic jerseys. I think all the jerseys um in the pHF are done pretty well. Yeah. Um.
0: I had Connecticut like, winning that game. Dang.
1: Yeah. It was that. Oh, my God. I just, I was so excited because I was like, listen, like, they're in Tampa. This is, like, a neutral, like, neutral ground. Um, a lot of people traveled there for it. Um, yeah. It was just, it was a lot of fun. And I think that, you know, for Jillian Dempsey, th- there is going to have to be a discussion about her being in talks for the Hall of Fame, one, the Hockey Hall of Fame, once she retires, I think. Oh, um, yeah. And there's going to have to be a statue of her somewhere in, in the city of Boston.
0: There probably like, will be. There should be. I would there put it shitty. right outside
1: Warrior. It, oh, have you ever been to Warrior? No, I have not. It is gorgeous. It's, I mean... Obviously, you can see it on ESPN Plus and whatnot, and like through Bruins practice pictures too. But like, it looks. Like a it nice is a date of the art facility, mm-hmm. and venue wise, it's great. Um, it's just it's so yeah. nice. So I love
0: it. that's a best on my list. What's a? Do you want to go best or worst? <sighs> hmm.
1: I'll do best. Okay. I think the Avs winning the Stanley Cup, I really, um, I found that to be really special, obviously, because number one, they beat the Lightning.
0: Finally. Anyone
1: who beats the Lightning is a friend to me. But to watch this team that went through the motions in every way possible, uh, and to watch the general manager assemble the team the way uh, Joe Sakic did and successfully get there and then to drop and dent the cup within like 30 seconds it's pretty funny. Um, but then for Nazem Kadri to bring it to a mosque and for that yes. to be like the first time the Stanley Cup had been in a mosque, like, you know, people are like, oh, well, like there's a first time for everything, but like, there's monumental things in the sport, and that's one of them. Bless you, by the way.
0: I'm I muted my mic.
1: <laughs> I know you did. Um, <laughs> I saw you on screen.
0: <laughs> um, I I will add to that a little bit. I will give props to Jared Bednar, who has yeah. done pretty much everything the right way, and I feel. He's been a coach that has literally worked himself up every single level. The last time yep. I covered uh, that last time I covered hockey in Cleveland, can you believe that? The 2016 Calder Cup. Wow. When the Lake Erie Monsters beat the Hershey Bears in a sweep and Jared Bednar was the coach of that Monsters team. Wow. Yeah. And he has been someone that has worked his way from juniors to the ECHL to the AHL, winning a Calder Cup, and now winning a Stanley Cup with the Avs. I love seeing stories like that where you have guys that have just put in the work and put in the time. 100%. And they find success at pretty much every level they've been in. So for me, seeing him get that validation was really cool to watch.
1: Yeah, and I think another thing there is like, you know, you see like the same coaches rotated around and you're like, okay, like the nepotism and whatnot in hockey, but then you have a coach like Bednar come in and he has worked his way up. It wasn't like, you know, his dad is best friends with this one and that one and, you know, put in a good word for him. He has proven himself and, you know, I just it takes a special type of work ethic in person to, to do that and to have the determination and to want to continue and to yep. have more drive than just to be content at this level or that level.
0: I agree. Um, I don't want to run too far in time. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm going to do like a best or best sandwich yeah. I'm going to start off with my worst. I mean, like, we both have the same top worst. Yeah. But we'll save that for a couple minutes. I just want to breeze through, like, one of the worst. One of my worst, the banner ads. I hate them. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're so annoyed. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I like watching games on NHL Network. Because NHL Network games do not show the banner ads. So I prefer those. Oh, you didn't know that?
1: No. Yeah
0: the the NHL network games i think last one was wild stars no banner ads i'm like oh that's refreshing thank god yeah thank god they haven't done I, that but for the most part they're annoying
1: it's time to move on from them
0: yeah hate them hate them yep that's one of my worst um what's one that, of your worst before the big worst
1: um i guess it's not really like the worst but i have i have a bone to pick with the winter classic, okay? Last year's winter classic in Minnesota was freezing cold, okay? Like obviously you're outside in the winter, I get it. Um what? Who who enjoys sitting I I'm sorry. Sitting paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars to sit outside in an arena, wherever not even an arena, like a baseball stadium. Number one, you can't you can't see the game. I feel like the only real yeah, you anyways. Um, I feel like a football arena is really like stadium's the only good one because you're like high up all the way around. what? But I've you live in California. True. So it's not negative forty-seven degrees.
0: I feel like I could talk about this for 15 minutes, so I'm not. Um try having an outdoor game in the rain. In the Central yeah. Valley of California in no. January.
1: <laughs> Again, that all sounds miserable to me. I'm sorry. Like It was both I, the best
0: and worst experience ever.
1: Like, I get it. It's like a bucket list sort of thing for a hockey fan. But, like, Fenway Park is not even built for a baseball game. And you want to host <laughs> a hockey game there. Host it in football stadiums. I thought... The game at Notre Dame was fantastic. Gillette Stadium. Again, I sound like a homer for the Bruins because I'm talking about those ones, but those are truly the only ones I've enjoyed because it's a, like a stadium where it's all the way around. You're high up. You can actually see like, and, like a hockey arena. You're muted.
0: Buffaloes is still the best one. I mean, you gotta go with the OG. Yeah. I was partial to Dodger Stadium because I happened to sit behind home plate for that one. But yeah, yeah I, I, I kinda see your point. Winter Classic I had is both a best and a worst. That one hit both columns for me. Yeah. For kind of the same reasons. Um there was another bad on your list regarding a certain former flame, so I'll let you get to that one right now.
1: Uh, Johnny Gaudrill leaving in free agency. Um, yeah. I miss you. I miss your finishing touch. I miss your two-way defensiveness. Um, can you come back so we don't have to see Milan Lucic in the top six anymore, please? I don't have $11 million to offer you, but I have beer.
0: <laughs> hey, beer's is good. Yeah. Beer is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, What's on your list?
0: Well... I think we both have one more bad thing on our list. Yeah. And I think we... Should we take this now?
1: Or do we want to end with it? Because I feel no, like
0: it's too... No, I want to end on a brighter note.
1: Okay. I want to be more optimistic.
0: Um, so let's just hit it now. Okay. Hockey
1: hockey Canada. Canada.
0: By far the worst thing in all of hockey in 2022. Um. I have a lot of notes on my post-it notes. So I'm going to try to hit all of them as quickly as possible.
1: And I'm sure I'll just echo the same thing. So I'll be quiet and let yeah. you go. And if there's
0: a couple of things that I'm missing, I'll let you chime in. Um, that began with the Kyle Beach thing from 2010, by the way. So, I mean, that's like a horrible thing in itself. Like that's kind of related, but kind of not. Um, Kyle, Kyle Beach is definitely like the worst of 2022. Hockey Canada relates to it because... You had a lot of abuse cases. You had a lot of stuff getting swept under the rug. You had the hush money that.
1: That was even.
0: That just made Hockey Canada look more and more evil. The more we hear about, oh, well, this money was used for this. This money was used for that. I mean, kind of a way for the public to forget about all the stuff that got swept under the rug, right? Right. And they tried. I mean, there's probably more components to this, which I'll let you get to right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it does kind of remind me of the USA gymnastics um, abuse scandal as well. Because it's, you know, even the Kyle Beach stuff, you know, everyone told someone and told you know, brought it to the, you know, who you would trust, whether it be a coach or a trainer, whoever, and no one escalated it enough or cared enough about the victims to, it's just a lack of empathy and a lack, a true lack of leadership. Um, Whew, it's okay, so much take the, bigger. I'm
0: taking the glasses <laughs> off now. Cause I, I do want to point out something here.
1: Um, yeah. Go right ahead.
0: As Most of the fans know that follow Locked on Ducks or that follow me personally on my personal Twitter know that I work in a lot of different areas. You know, I do public address for USPHL, work in the AHL, you know, like I do a lot of things. The number of trainings that I've had to do in the last five months is more than I did in the previous 12 years. And even like doing like the youth hockey tournaments, because I help out with that as well. There was like two different separate trainings for that. And one of the key elements that they all have in common is if you see something, say something. And if you allow bad behavior to happen, then are you implicit? That was like one of the main questions that was asked during those trainings. And it made me think, After all these years, why didn't someone say something? Like, I could understand why someone didn't say something without getting too deep into it. But seeing it hidden for that long, I could see where you could lose a little bit of faith in Hockey Canada. And they should be just flung to the sun. Yeah. You know, treat treat them like the Icarus that they are. Burn off their wings and have them crash down to Earth.
1: Yeah. Wow. I went
0: mythology there
1: you did and with that it's just kind of like how did the guilt not eat you alive sort of thing i think that would make me sick Uh, i don't like keeping secrets and things like that you know i think especially something that heavy to not pass along um it's just it's highly upsetting and i don't want to spend too much time talking about it yeah Um, nor do i (laughs) To kind of protect everyone's mental health and kind of keep it on the lighter side because you know, we've I know I've beat it into the ground on Locked On Flames and the National same, Show. Same. And I've talked about it on Twitter and you know, it's not that it's not worth talking about because it is, but how many times can we say the same thing?
0: I mean, it was by far the biggest negative story in hockey. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we can't do like a retrospective on twenty twenty two without talking about that. Yeah. Absolutely. But
1: 100%. And, you know, um, I hope everyone or all the victims involved, you know, get justice in one way or another and have closure. Um, wish nothing but the best for them in their healing. Uh, it takes a lot of strength to come forward and. Yeah. Keep trucking. All
0: right. Now let's sandwich that out with some more good things. Yes. (laughs) Because I, because I must. So, what's another good thing that was on your list?
1: Trevor Zegers and Mason McTavish.
0: <laughs> That'll make me happy. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts because I talk about them all the time. I want to hear your yeah. thoughts about Trevor Zegers
1: okay. and Mason McTavish. I think Trevor Zegers is someone that could be modeled and like marketed as like the. Backstreet Boys of, like, the
0: NHL. Don't, no, like, no, 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 no. Don't use like, Backstreet Boys. No, <laughs> no, no. Okay, after right,
1: after direction. what
0: just happened.
1: Oh, shoot. That's right.
0: Yeah, okay. no. Never um, mind that they're not the best boy band group.
1: No, okay, I'll just...
0: Oh, I'm going to talk about that right now, but they're not the best boy band group of that era. Yeah, no,
1: okay. they have they Have they done anything cancelable? I mean, probably, but...
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk okay. about that. Yeah. <laughs> No.
1: So, he could be marketed as this superstar icon because he's fun. He's energetic. He leans into the attention. This kid
0: I have a Trevor Zeigler bobblehead back there.
1: Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, it's Trevor. I...
0: Yeah, it's Zeigler and Troy Vetchkin. Oh. <laughs> I love that? Yeah.
1: But like he like he he is the golden ticket in the NHL's hand. <laughs> of like marketing and they're just missing the mark he's very good at hockey too let me just say that i love okay. watching him play the fact that he reached like 100 career points in 136 games yep is astonishing to me when i saw that i was like i thought this kid has been in the league like five minutes um mason mctavish loved watching him during worlds i thought that he um Just an excellent player. I think that they have such a bright future in Anaheim, Um, not just as a duo, but as a whole team. We just need to get them there. And um, just, yeah, I adore them.
0: I'm going to expand a little bit on McTavish for like two seconds. Um, Why the Ducks are not using him on the penalty kill is beyond me. I mean, you saw that defensive play to save the gold medal. To
1: save the game.
0: Like, he batted out of of thin air. Right. Out of thin air. I mean, Sarah Avampato and I both said some expletives when that happened.
1: I 100%. And then
0: they won it two minutes later.
1: Right.
0: As far as the marketability of Trevor Zegris, I mean... He's in commercials everywhere in local Ducks broadcasts. I mean, I'm watching right now because it just started. Um, he's doing a commercial for all of car insurance. You know, don't Get protect some mad, of it. Trevor. Don't protect some of it. Protect all of it. I've seen that commercial a few times.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Um, Yeah, he's in a lot of commercials. One of my favorite commercials is the one for Chell. With him and Hillary Knight, by the way. Like, hey, Chell? Yeah, let's go. But the best thing that Zegers has done so far this season is on Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2. I don't know if you saw the clip. No. Oh, my God. That is one of the best things of 2022 is see Trevor Ziegris, Troy Terry, and Max Jones all showing off their acting chops on the Mighty Ducks Disney Plus series.
1: I love it. I I think that's great. I think that's the perfect way to kind of integrate uh, more pop culture yeah. um, appropriateness. Quack, quack. Uh, you know, black, black, listen, we get it. Like, great musical performer, maybe, I don't know. Um, and then, but then to have him do what he did during the playoffs um, yep. in the press box thing.
0: If you're going to use but boy yeah. bands, use NSYNC. Oh, you know what? No, I'm going to write that down cuz I have a rant about that. So, go ahead, you talk while I write.
1: Um, I really enjoyed the Dallas Stars series in the playoffs. <laughs> I really fun. um that was it was very bad for my blood pressure at the time, but I enjoyed game 7. With the little voodoo cursing going on. I felt and... so
0: bad because I messaged you going like, can we make this a best of 11 and have yeah. every game go to overtime?
1: It was horrible. <laughs> um, I think I like almost like pooped myself. I'm just kidding. Not really. But like I was so sick to my stomach during overtime. Um, I I thought I was going to like throw up or pass out or something. And then Goudreau scored that goal and I was like, this is oh. it, baby.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was it. Because the next five games didn't happen. They still haven't played.
0: Yeah. Whatever there. Um, one more that I put on my best and worst, but I thought there'd be some brevity here. <laughs> the reverse retro jerseys. Yes. Yes. There's some bad ones, but there's some great ones.
1: Yeah. My favorite's the Sharks. Really? Yes, I love that. I, I think love... that's the
0: worst of the three California teams. Missed opportunity there.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I really like them because they pay tribute to their f- Oh, former... the
0: California Golden Seals?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I love history. I think paying tribute to, like, those that came before you is great. Um, I think that the Columbus Blue Jackets are boring. Yes. And I think the Florida Panthers one is... Fire. Something you would wear at, like, a frat party.
0: It's fire.
1: <laughs> like, it's good, but it's also something that, like, I don't like.
0: So... I don't like the Sharks reverse retros. Sarah hates them for a very Do weird reason.
1: Do you have you have no, 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 no. She
0: has a good reason. Why? She feels that they missed the mark. If they were going to go reverse retro, they should have used the jerseys with the actual seal logo on it. Or oh. what they could have done is something the Coyotes did with the Roadrunners. The sharks could have made like their own like sixties like geometric version of the seals logo, but make it the sharks.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That would have been sweet looking.
1: Sharks eat seals. <laughs> just, just a fun fact.
0: But yeah, um, the Kings and Ducks ones I think are chef's kiss, personally. Those, yeah. those are a little bit better for my money than the sharks I don't... one.
1: I have to look at the Kings Reverse Retro schedule because I'm going out there in March. Um, So hopefully they're going to wear some nice jerseys for
0: me. Also give a stick tap a couple of my other favorite ones. Um, I liked Vancouver's. I like the Johnny Canuck. Yes, I do like that one. That one looks really cool. Uh, RoboPen is always... Yeah, always, always. Always welcome. And I even like the Screaming Eagle from the Capitals.
1: Yeah. That's a classic.
0: That, that's a classic one. Uh, the ones that are on the list as far as like the bad. Toronto, just lazy, whatever. Boring. Chicago, wordmark, boring. boring. Detroit, wordmark, boring. So I feel like some teams for sure missed the mark. And I agree with you a thousand percent on Columbus. That one's just plain icky. Didn't like it.
1: Um, see, I think the Bruins one is fine. Um, I yeah. I do like Pooh Bear, and I actually really like the little zigzag things at the bottom. I think that's nice. I think that's a nice touch. Obviously, the Flames with their pedestal, I really like that. Uh, I didn't like it at first uh, because I thought there was too much going on, but then when I saw it on the ice and not on the model, I was like, oh.
0: Yep, and Absolutely. I thought you were nuts for saying that. I'm glad you came around to the Flames one. Yeah. So, very.
1: I enjoy that a lot.
0: Okay. We're going to end just with a little bit of brevity because we're not just hockey people. Like like we're so much more than hockey people. We're also baseball people. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, kidding, yeah. kidding.
1: No, no, listen, I am done with the Red Sox right now. Like they are not getting a dime what out is, of me. What
0: is Bloom doing anyway? No, 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 no. Okay, gonna stop, gonna stop that because <laughs> we're so much more than sports. We have other things that we're passionate about, and just just to finish off the year, just with some brevity and some fun, because why not? Oh yeah. Um I wrote this down as we were going. So I have a thing with Insync Backstreet Boys and 98 degrees, okay? I think 98 degrees is even a little bit better than Backstreet Boys just because I, some I... of their hits didn't go as high in the charts as, you know, Backstreet's back, whatever. I still mm-hmm. think Insync is goat boy band. Yeah. For a weird reason, Why? I think they are better at the national anthem than the Backstreet Boys. Oh, I saw the look. Okay. One of my favorite.
1: Okay. You know what? It's been a minute since I've listened <laughs> to either rendition, but I'm sure I would agree.
0: My favorite in sync anthem by far is the 2000 World Series at Shea Stadium, where at first the crowd was booing. And then they sang. And then everybody was cheering afterward. And it's mainly because of the way they use those harmonies. Ooh, like it pierces me every time I watch it. Not that Backstreet do like Boys harmony. don't have the harmonies, but they're not as effective as the ones in no. Sync has done.
1: I also feel like Backstreet Boys felt more contrived.
0: Ooh, I could see that. But why do you say that?
1: Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like they just didn't, it's not that they didn't mesh, because it, obviously they did. Right. At least in, in the public eye, when they were performing and whatnot. I just, I feel like there had to be two competing things. And, hmm. you know, you were either an NSYNC or a Backstreet Boys.
0: Or 98 Degrees.
1: Or, right or ninety-eight degrees, but I still remember going over to my cousin's house, and uh, we would f- fight over what we would listen to if it was going to be in sync or Backstreet Boys. What are we choreographing our little dance to to force our family to watch it this time? Like, you know, there there had to be competition.
0: I mean, first off, how can you not like Nick Lachey from Ninety Eight Degrees? I mean, really. You forgot... People forget about Nick Lachey. I know. People fall asleep on him.
1: They do. They, they
0: really do. And he's... He's got a controlled voice, too.
1: He does. He has a very nice voice. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I think I'm just gonna go back and listen to, like, 90s pop boy bands. I actually was watching home videos last... No, two weekends ago. And, um there's a picture of my birthday cake and it had Aaron Carter on it, a CD oh. cover. And I was like, oh my God,
0: those were the days,
1: right? Oh, birthday parties. But so,
0: yeah, just, yeah. just thought I would stir the debate a little bit, but
1: hey, you know, I respect hey, it.
0: leave a comment, which was your preferred, if you were a fan of boy bands. You yeah. Know, like
1: or just... if you, if you weren't alive, go ask your mom or your dad or <laughs> whoever you live with.
0: Who, with who was your favorite? boy band of choice are you team in sync or team backstreet boys just yeah. saying and listen to the national anthems from both and see which one you like the best but in sync oh at the olympics 2002 salt lake city yes mm. anyway um what else do you want to talk about just for the sake of fun
1: i think honestly one of my favorite parts of 2022 was um the 10-minute version. Actually, no, that was 2021. Oh the 10-minute version of All Too Well. Oh, boy. Um, and really just the re-recordings in general. But then getting Midnight and... Yeah. And that, fighting for my that. life on Ticketmaster. <laughs> that changed me.
0: That's an iconic... Party. I can't say it's an iconic album because it hasn't been out long enough. It's a great album, but I'm the kind of person like I can't call anything iconic until, until like a certain a certain time has passed. Yeah, I totally think it'll get, get that. I think it'll get there.
1: Yeah, it. You know, I think it's already broken plenty of records. In yeah, terms ta- of, like,
0: Taylor Swift broke the internet this year.
1: She did on Literally. several occasions, and I think we just need to. Um, Call it a day. Call it a day with her. She's great.
0: Yeah. And by the way, to no one's surprise, the Ducks are already losing. So
1: <laughs> really? What an,
0: what an appropriate way to end 2022. Of course they're losing already.
1: To the Preds?
0: I would say the Preds aren't that bad, but no, we're not talking about hockey. We're not talking no. sports. Um,
1: what's your, talk, okay, what's your favorite song off of Midnight? We can end it on that.
0: Oh, no, I got other stuff I want to talk about before ending it. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I mean, I still have to get on my little, you know, Broadway rant and talk about musicals because I know you're a musicals person, too.
1: Yes.
0: Um, Only because it was the first track and it kind of just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks, I got to go Lavender Haze.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Only because of how it made me feel and... Me thinking, I think I'm in for something really good. Yes. And when a first song hits you, you're like, all right, this is it. <laughs> like, this is it.
1: Yeah. I Mine would be Maroon, because, like, I would say Lavender Haze, but to follow it up with Maroon, I was like, okay. We're we're getting somewhere with this. And then anti hero comes on and I start crying because I'm like, Oh my God. She's talking about like how um, Joe and his friends like gossip about her at um, golf tea time. No, she's talking about tea. Yeah. No. Tea. Like tea. Golf.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I... <clears throat> That's <laughs> don't want to get emotional here.
1: No. No.
0: You know, since we're big music people too. Yes. Um, I haven't really talked about this on my podcast. Um, about the little trip that I took. Like, I did my podcast from, like, different backgrounds every mm-hmm. day. Right. But I wound up watching five shows in three days. <laughs> mm. Yeah, do you want to... So this is how crazy I am, Jess, okay? Let's hear it. So I arrived at New York Monday night after a short delay. Uh, Met up with Wrinkle the Duck. I'm in a Wrinkle the Duck video. If you don't know what that is, that's the marathon running duck.
1: love Wrinkle the Duck.
0: Oh, Wrinkle the Duck's my favorite. I got to hold Wrinkle this time. But I was like, no, I need to, like, not think about things. Not think about sports for a couple days. So I wound up watching Rockette's Christmas extravaganza at 5 o'clock. Literally ran to watch Into the Woods at 7 o'clock. The Rockettes ended at 6.35, ran to the theater, made it with a couple minutes to spare, and saw Into the Woods with Brian James Darcy. And one of my favorite actresses of all time, Stephanie J. Block. Who, by the way, for my money, is the best alphabet of all time from Wicked. There's a lot of. I still
1: haven't seen Wicked.
0: There's a lot of Adina Menzel fans out there saying, oh, no, she's the best. No, no, no. No,
1: That's just the only one you know.
0: Adina Menzel is probably the best in certain parts of it, but best overall package, Stephanie Mm -hmm. J. Block. And she was the baker's wife. And Into the Woods. Which is still a favorite musical of mine. And one that I wanted to see desperately. Following day. Wednesday. Typically matinee day. But because I'm me. I'm like. I could watch two shows in one day. After seeing two the previous day. Why not?
1: It's like going to back to back movies.
0: And back to back days. No. But theater just pierces your heart. Yes. Especially with an orchestra. So. I wound up watching Funny Girl with Leah Michelle as Fanny Bryce.
1: Can You're... she actually read? <laughs> Just kidding. I know she can read.
0: You know but... what? I mean, I get the Leah Michelle slander. I get it. You got to admit, she was really good as far as her singing chops in Glee.
1: Yeah, okay, I will say that. We can do a whole episode on that. But
0: on, on Leah Michelle.
1: Yeah, just on Leah Michelle. Uh locked on Leah. But no, I think that no, I think Leah Michelle is a fantastic singer and performer. Um she's gone through a lot in her life, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of losing Corey, but um yeah, no. I I don't know if I could
0: I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but getting getting to watch her love. Like you don't go to Broadway to see the understudy on Thursday, like...
1: You know, no.
0: And as much of a diva as she is, I have to admit, Leah Michelle is born for that role.
1: 200%. That's why they centered her character on Glee around it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, she, she was made for, like, her attitude also fits the role so perfectly. Yeah. So that's why I actually enjoyed it. Like, she did... She did make that show. She
1: bodied it, as the kids would say.
0: Yeah, like she was very convincing. Um, After that, decided to watch A Strange Loop, which just won the Tony Award this year for Best Musical. Um, The plot, I don't know if you know the plot of A Strange Loop. I don't. So it's a play within a play within a play, where the protagonist um, literally starts off by saying like, you know, like black queer in New York. Yeah. And he's writing about his experience, writing about a strange loop. And it kind of like goes back and forth between like present day and when he's writing it and okay. his experiences going through that. Like it, it is really cool as far as the structure of like the storytelling. It
1: has to be done well,
0: it's done extremely well. I feel like that's a show that I would want to watch again, to be honest.
1: You know, now that the Amtrak is running up here in the middle of nowhere, downstate, maybe I'll do that.
0: Today, I mean, discount tickets.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You, you you know the booth. You know the big red booth. Yep. Disc- discount tickets. And then I wasn't done. So I was like, I need to see something that's been on my bucket list since it opened Jackie Robinson Museum, which is extremely well done, and the New York Transit Museum, which, by the way, you've got to be a really... I'm going to like bleep myself. He's a really bleeping, horrible person to be considered an enemy in two different museums. Robert Moses is... Oh, our colleague, um, Erica Ayala, when I told her about that, She's like, oh, hell no. Don't get me started on Robert Moses.
1: Oh, my God. Like,
0: he's he's literally the worst.
1: Oh, yeah. I believe like, it.
0: He, I he's, an, he's an enemy in two different museums for two reasons. And a lot of it boiling down to racism.
1: Yeah. I was going to say. Um, Let me guess.
0: Yeah. But, but two super That's cool museums. Funny. And then I had to end with a musical that had been on my bucket list, and I had to, had to watch it. The Music Man.
1: Ooh, okay. Do you know who's in it? No, I don't. I'm so out of the loop since COVID.
0: So, um, I don't know if you're a fan of 80s sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, Remember Perfect Strangers? Yes. Mark Lynn Baker, who plays Cousin Larry, he's the mayor... In the oh. music, man. He's a little older now, but he can still sing. Yeah. He can still dance. He was yeah. very good in that role. So, Mark Lynn Baker's in it. Sutton Foster plays the main female role.
1: That name sounds super familiar, too.
0: Yeah, Sutton Foster's been in a lot of things. And the one that I was super impressed with Hugh Jackman. Holy crap. <sighs> Getting to see all three of them. That's incredible. And I woke up at like the crack of dawn to get like a rush ticket for forty five dollars and oh, wound up in the fourth cool. row. So I'm like, Hugh Jackman is ten feet away from me, mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. singing freaking Shapoopy right in front of me. Oh, I
1: love that. It.
0: it was it, it, it was really cool. That was one moment where I was like, dang, like these are legit stars, right what? here. So that's, for that's me very to. Fun. For me to end my, like, extravaganza of watching all these shows with the Music Man was beyond amazing.
1: That's impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, Hugh Jackman is Harold Hill. That was really I cool.
1: Didn't, I didn't really do anything cool in 2022, I'm not going to lie. Um, I mean, like, I graduated college, but, like, to me, that's not, like, fun and exciting.
0: That's an accomplishment. I would... Uh, exactly. Yeah, I'd be thrilled wanna with that. I want
1: to travel. I miss traveling. Um, that's kind of my my hope for twenty twenty three is to. Well, I know I'm going out west. I'm going to L A. Yeah,
0: I'll see you when you're here.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I'm going to Vegas, and then I'm going home. Ugh, Vegas. Well, I'm going for a concert. I, I don't wanna do I literally have no interest in going to anything in Vegas aside from this concert and maybe like a buffet.
0: <laughs> that's it. Ooh. There's some good buffets in Vegas too. Sign me up. Yeah. I guess I guess that's a good segue to end on. Like, what are like our plans and hopes for twenty twenty three? I mean, you're gonna go out west in twenty twenty three. Um I'll be in Vegas. Well, more Henderson, because I want to check out the new arenas for the AHL yeah. Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Uh, Palm Springs, nice arena.
1: I love Palm Springs. I've never been, just seen it on Instagram. But
0: <laughs> And the new arena in San Jose. Yes. So got to visit JD up there. He said nothing but good things about that new arena. Yeah. So it's probably worth checking out. Far I think as,
1: I'm going to go to Nashville.
0: I don't know if I can go to Nashville yet, but I, I'd like to. But there yeah. there could be other things going on yeah. that might prevent me from that.
1: Exactly. I, what a
0: tease.
1: Yeah, seriously. I just started a new job, and I haven't requested any of this time off. But I'm going. Oh. Because the beauty of my job is I can work in multiple places at once. Awesome. So, On that note, everyone stay hydrated. Be well.
0: Yeah. Um, Where can they find your podcast and all your stuff?
1: (sighs) If you want to follow someone who's terminally online, you can follow me on Twitter at Belmosto. You can follow uh, the show's Twitter feed at LO underscore FlamesPod. JD. And your
0: personal Twitter?
1: Belmosto
0: the ducks scored. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah. Well go ducks. Uh and then you can find Locked On Flames wherever you listen to your podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, whatever else is out there. Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> and yeah. JD, where can people find you?
0: I can't say yet. <laughs> Oh, aside from that,
1: you find your podcast.
0: Oh, a podcast. So the podcast is called Locked On Anaheim Ducks, not Locked On Oregon Ducks. No, but Anaheim Ducks, you know, quack quack. On Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, um, yes. Amazon. Now, by the way, yes, yeah. Don't forget, um, we're on Amazon now, ad free on Amazon. Woo! Yee! That's probably the most exciting part about it is lack of ads yeah, exactly. on that part. Exactly. Um, I'm on Twitter at StimpyJD and the show's Twitter's at L O underscore ducks, where I talk about a lot of duck stuff, including what, real what? life ducks.
1: I love ducks. I just follow this Instagram page called uh, Ducks or Penguins, and it's just a feed full of ducks, ducks. and penguins. Uh, The other day I found out penguins can weigh 120-something pounds. Still want one as a pet. That's fine. Um,
0: Hey, you know what? I got like a squid fact for you since we're talking about animals.
1: Oh, I love squids.
0: Pygmy squid are the smallest squid at 16 millimeters, just under an inch. They use their ink clouds as hunting blinds. They shoot out a cloud of ink, hide behind it, then lunge through the ink to attack their prey.
1: Icons.
0: Yeah, Truly an icon
1: Yeah. Go Kraken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, just to bookend that, you know, picture of me with a duck. I mean, come on.
1: I love it.
0: Wrinkle the duck.
1: That's awesome. That's well, a good way to end it. Um, yeah. Yes, a very good way to end ha- it. Happy okay. New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's
0: Eve! And let's hope for a good 2023. We can only hope. Yep. So, um, I'll finish it off here for myself and Jess Balmasto. Katie Hernandez saying have a very safe New Year's Eve, folks. Uh, Please remember to be kind to everyone. Be safe out there.
1: Be kind. I mean it. I'll track you down. Do
0: it. Be kind. And hey, get fired up about the flames. And Ducks fly together. Quack quack everyone.